A multinational beast power is rising, led by Germany. Expose Germany's secret plan to win the next world war. Next, on The Key of David with Gerald Flurry. Excerpt from a public address given May 9, 1945, during the inaugural session of the United Nations. Herbert W. Armstrong warned of Germany's post-war rise. And here is a powerful statement that he made at that time. The war is over in Europe, or is it? We need to wake up and realize that right now is the most dangerous moment in the United States national history instead of assuming we now have peace. Now, that's quite a statement to make for the public address. And it was at the inaugural session of the United Nations, just beginning. Now, the, at the very start of World War II, the Germans realized that they could lose, and they prepared themselves for that kind of an ending as in World War I. But they were determined to get ready, if they did, to prepare themselves to get ready for World War III. Now, that's quite a, an evil system that they're a part of in this setting here. And they were preparing so if, if they did lose, they could go underground and prepare for World War III. They, they were going to go underground, and they were underground at that very moment he was speaking. In 1945, that very moment. But they were talking about a, a third round, just in case. And Mr. Armstrong knew all this was unfolding, and he knew about them being in the underground and how, how they were going to be there and uh, rise from all of the trouble they would be in. Now, this is, this is Bible prophecy, and Mr. Armstrong understood that because he understood Bible prophecy. That is critical to understand. Here is another statement I'd like to make. In 1996, there was a, just a mind-shattering document that was made public. It had been classified, and it was no longer classified, so I can show you a copy of it right here that I made from my book on Germany Conquers the Balkans. And it is something that ought to be most alarming to all of us, because it, it has been fulfilled, and it's alarming to say the least. But here's what was said about this document in the booklet. The document detailed an August 1944 meeting between top German industrialists, reveals a secret post-war plan to restore the Nazis to power. Several of Germany's elite industries were represented, including Messerschmitt and Volkswagen Work and Krupp Corporation. I mean, these are well-known, strong, powerful corporations in Germany today. And they made a commitment to do all of this. 
to bring Germany back for a third round. Now, that is not normal, and something they're a part of is not normal, but that is the way it is. Then it goes on to say, these companies, the document asserts, were to prepare themselves to finance the Nazi party, which would be forced to go underground. They were indeed going underground. When the U.S. declassified this document, it received only sparse news coverage, yet even more disturbing than that, the uh, sleepy media just paid almost no attention to it. The government did not make it public until 1996, this document. Over 50 years later, they didn't tell everybody about Germany's plan to go underground, and they knew it. They knew all about it and never did let the public know until over 50 years later, if you can imagine that. So, by 1944, the Germans obviously knew that they were going to lose, and they had created this plan after they were defeated. But just think about how alarming that is. Here you have a classified document for over 50 years and about Germany saying that they're going to rise again and start another world war, World War III. They also started World War I and World War II, and the Bible says they're going to start World War III because they're in a system that's evil, and they have to break out of that. The German people are great in many ways, but they have been uh, overwhelmed by something called the Holy Roman Empire. Elon Steinberg at the World Jewish Congress said, the central question is whether it has been carried out. And if you look around what's happening in Germany right now and what they're doing, I tell you it's almost totally fulfilled, just like they planned it to be. Now, this is not something we can take lightly. If you uh, believe Bible prophecy, you know this is something that's going to come to pass. And Mr. Armstrong told us it was coming, and I'll show you more of that later. Brian Connell, in his 1957 book, A Watcher on the Rhine, offered abundant proof of that plan being carried out. He drew attention to a watershed event in 1947 where uh, the Allied authorities just turned denazification over to the Germans. Two years later, he said the uh, denazifying them was a farce. And that was a powerful book, well written by a man who was an outstanding journalist. For example, you could look to uh, Bavaria and they had almost the same people ruling over Bavaria, that state in Germany, that they had before the war and during the war. So it was, a, it was indeed a farce. Just to give you a few more points here, they had 1,000 teachers who were removed for political reasons, but they were reappointed. That made them have about 60% of the teaching staff. 60% of the 15,000 employees in the finance ministry are former Nazis. 
and 81 percent of the 924 judges and magistrates and prosecutors in the Ministry of Justice. So today, you see, we have uh, what is, appears to be a friendship with Germany. We've even given them nuclear bombs and sold them jets to carry those bombs. So this is something we need to remember about their past. This is almost routine for Germany to go to war. <laughs> it has been that way not only in World War I and II and the coming three, but years before that they were warring the same way. That's just been in their history, and it's something that soon they will have to overcome, and that they, they certainly will. If you look at Isaiah 10 and verse 6, it talks about God using Assyria, which was the ancient name of Germany, but using them to wake up His own people of Israel if they didn't do some repenting. That's mentioned in verse 7 where it says, But it is in his heart to destroy and cut off nations, not a few. So this is a dangerous situation when you think about what Germany has as their goal. It's always been to rule the world when they're a part of the Holy Roman Empire. And that is about to burst on the world scene. And I think uh, perhaps in months, but it's going to be here very shortly. Here's what Winston Churchill said and Franklin Roosevelt. They said in February 1945, it is our inflexible purpose to destroy German militarism and Nazism. That was their commitment, but we didn't even come close to doing what we said we would do. December 27, 1981, Mr. Armstrong wrote, What the world does not realize is that undercover, undercover secret planning is proceeding furiously uncovered by the news media, unknown by the public. But suddenly, unexpectedly, as biblical prophecy reveals, the whole world will be startled and shocked into wonder to learn that a new Third, super-world power has suddenly burst forth onto the world scene, a resurrection of the medieval Holy Roman Empire. And there it has going to have ten kings. So the Serbs saw that Germany was behind the, the breakup of their former Yugoslavia, which is a part of the history where Germany did conquer the Balkans. And they used American power to do it. We went along with them. At first, when they decided they were going to recognize Slovenia and Croatia, it caused a civil war. In the beginning, when Germany told them what they were going to do, almost all of Europe, the U.S., and the United Nations were against Germany when it recognized and uh, strongly supported the breaking of Slovenia and Croatia. And Croatia was a part of the Nazi Empire in World War II, and Slovenia was also a part of them, but not quite as strong as Croatia. So there was the uh, Yugoslavia Civil War, and that meant that the uh, 
Yugoslavians or the Serbs were uh, conquered by our power, and they were our ally in World War II against Germany. If you can fathom that, but that's what happened. Here it says uh, Germany has long historical ties, both glorious and shameful, according to the New York Times, to Slovenia and Croatia. The New York Times wrote Slovenia was part of the Austria Hungarian Empire. There has also been German influence in Croatia, and during World War II, Croatia was ruled as a pro Nazi regime. The leader still said he, there was nothing wrong with that, and he was very happy to have been a part of it. And we allowed it to happen when we were hoping that Germany, being a part of the rest of Europe, would, uh, would be controlled by the other nations, and they couldn't break away and, and do what they had done in World War I and World War II. But that's not the way it developed. Notice this. Again, another comment from the New York Times. Moreover, in its usual assertiveness in moving ahead with a plan to extend diplomatic recognition to the breakaway Yugoslav Republic of Croatia and Slovenia, Germany has stirred troubling historical associations. This is the New York Times telling you that at this time. Germany has stirred troubling historical associations. They were troubled by it. Nazi Germany dominated the two Yugoslav regions during World War II, absorbing Slovenia into the Third Reich and creating a puppet regime in Croatia. And they said, well, that's, those are troubling historical associations. Troubling indeed. But how many people look upon that today? Well, what has happened is, has Germany really begun rising up as a power? Well, in this booklet that I'm discussing here today about Germany conquering the Balkans, tells us they've already risen up and conquered the Balkans. And we have a map where we'll show you what that means. And it opens up the Adriatic Sea for them and the Mediterranean, which they are already dominating. And you could say domineering, and that gives them access to Africa and all kinds of resources. And Cyprus is also in the Mediterranean, very close to Jerusalem, and they belong to the European Union. They're also a member and soon will be a member of the Holy Roman Empire. That's where it's heading. So Germany is marching and a lot is happening. Former Yugoslavia is a part of the Balkans or Balkan Peninsula along the, with the Romania, Bulgaria, Albania, Greece, and western Turkey. The Balkan Peninsula is an extremely important strategic area. The Adriatic Sea is an arm of the Mediterranean Sea extending north to Croatia on into Cyprus and so on. The major turnaround in the Balkans has caused Europe to look to Germany once again. Europe is looking to Germany right now. They uh, have been uh, doing a lot of things, and most of it has been secret. It's been underground in many ways, but now it's out in the open, and anybody can see it and see what's happening. 
Germany is on the rise. After the Balkans were taken, well, the U.S. and NATO withdrew, and that just left everything to Germany, and Germany is controlling the Balkans, along with the other European powers, a few, but it's mainly Germany all the way. They are the power, just like Bible prophecy said it would happen. And it is happening. It has happened. And what are we going to do about this? What are we going to do? Germany manipulated all of Europe, and uh, America came along and helped Germany enforce its will on Europe. We gave them the power to do it. What about that history? That Churchill and Roosevelt were determined not to ever allow the Germans to rise up with armaments again, ever. Well, it didn't work. But Bible prophecy told you it wouldn't work. It certainly did not. Well, anyhow, they, they managed to get Margaret Thatcher out. She was the only one that really saw that they, Europe was being led by Germany, the opposite of what they planned. And she told them about it and kept reminding of that. And she said it will never work. In Jeremiah 4 and verse 30, God talks about lovers will be the ones who inflict great suffering upon us if we don't see God's view and make some changes. That's what your Bible says. Ezekiel 23 has a powerful story about that. Here's what it says in uh, Jeremiah 4 and verse 30. Well, I'll just give you the last part of it. Your lovers will despise you, and they will seek your life. In other words, they're not our friends, not the kind of people you want to give nuclear bombs to. And how is, is that really something that any other nation would do? Not not. In most cases, surely. Ezekiel 23 talks about the same things happening, but notice the end result. And they shall recompense your lewdness upon you, and you shall bear the sins of your idols, and you shall know that I am the Eternal. God is going to get our attention, and, and we're going to get to know God with some suffering if we don't repent and turn ourselves to God. We're now forsaking Him. This is all leading up to the return of Christ. I want to read to you quickly just Revelation 17 and verse 3 talks about this system and uh, this Holy Roman Empire. And it says in verse 8, The beast that you saw was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. They that dwell on the earth shall wonder when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. And that bottomless pit, what does that mean? Or abyss. What, what is that all about? It actually means underground. That's exactly what it means. And that's where Mr. Armstrong got his understanding about what Germany was going to do underground. And they've done it. And they're very close to ruling the Middle East. And that's going to be their next trophy that they're going to take. 
and they're going to destroy Iran and uh, their allies and get control of the Middle East. And then it's, there's going to be more trouble after that. But here is where Mr. Armstrong learned about all of this. Bernard Connolly, the British economist and former Eurocrat, said in his book, The Rotten Heart of Europe, he said the European Union was only a cloak for German ambitions. See, this is the Holy Roman Empire. There's been six Holy Roman Empires already, and there's going to be a seventh, and it's about to be clashing with Jesus Christ Himself. Ten kings arising. The European Union is going to be pared down from 28 members to 10. Ten kings. Something to really be aware of because it's right there, and we've been talking about it for over 75 years and prophesying this very thing. And verse 10 says, And there are seven kings, five are fallen, and one is. That's when Mr. Armstrong came on the scene. The other's not yet come, but it has now come. Ninety-eight percent of it is right here now. Germany has risen, and they are a powerhouse. And they've shown the world already how much power they have. Do they have power in the Middle East? One of the terrorist proxies, the Hezbollah in the Middle East, and Iran is the number one terrorist-sponsoring nation in the world, and they control Hezbollah. And Hezbollah said if uh, the Jews conquered God or went into Gaza, they would also attack them. But they didn't because I think, anyhow, I know Germany said if Hezbollah does that, that they will come into the war themselves. Now that's. That's what they have said publicly, and if you'll notice, Hezbollah has not attacked the Jerusalem headquarters and the cities of Judah. They have not. Was it because of Germany and what they said? I think so. Until next week, this is Gerald Flurry. Goodbye, friends. All our literature is available free of charge at no cost or obligation to you. Request Germany's Conquest of the Balkans, Germany's Secret Strategy to Destroy Iran, and A Strong German Leader is Imminent. Order now. The preceding program was a paid presentation of The Key of David, brought to you by the Philadelphia Church of God.